what's going on everyone welcome opinions my name is nathan another week another chair another chat it's ben hi ben hey what's going on whoa naked men podcast whoa whoa fanfare whoa. oh seven thousand oh yes uh how are you ben i'm good just took like a gigantic shit and it was like a fall for my week which is nice Hey. hey! That's Ben's weekly toilet update. Flush. <laughs> How are my bowels moving? Oh. <laughs> oh, so we're we're back. The sun hasn't exploded and killed us all yet, so we're still here. Yeah. We had it. We we've we need to confess. Last week we said we'd talk about Lizzie McGuire. This week, and we're not going to. I mean, we could. We could muscle it in there. We could segue it in to an idea for a Lizzie McGuire show, an R-rated Lizzie McGuire show. We could do an R-rated, but Lizzie McGuire. Well, I guess Lizzie McGuire was was it sometimes animated, wasn't she? That is true. That is true. I completely forgot. Have you seen the show uh, Euphoria? No. It's basically a Lizzie McGuire show if it was R-rated. The kids are a little bit older. I think they're like sixteen, seventeen, or meant to be sixteen, seventeen. That's one thirteen, remember? It's one of those. It's like, like a teen, It's like a HBO drama. It's really good. About the, the main character is played by Zendaya, and she's like a drug addict. Oh, she's a drug addict. She's not like a drug addict. And um, basically, uh, it's like all these. There's like a really fucked up like group of teens who all have their own like that like personal demons and shit like that. When I say really fucked up, actually, it's probably quite realistic. <laughs> so, uh, going back to when we were teenagers, it's kind of realistic to ha- how teenagers actually actually act. And um, just I, sounds I like a that, classic teen sex drama. It is, but it's good. Like it's quite realistic in a lot of ways, and it's ring quite well. Oh, is yeah. this the one where everyone Basically. has like loads of makeup on their eyes? <laughs> one character, yeah. Oh, okay. I kept seeing that on Instagram. Like people had like loads of eye makeup. Now, there's on one their, like, character called Jules, I think, who's like, who's like the it comes like the girlfriend of the, the main character. Spoilers. And uh, yeah, she she like wears weird makeup like every day. Uh, yeah. Does she wear weird makeup or just lots of makeup? It's not, sometimes it's not that much. Sometimes it's just like eccentric. It's like that girl who play, like, wears like eccentric makeup makeup to like stand out from the crowd and whatnot. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. well because we said we talked about Lizzie McGuire, I'm going to recommend a Lizzie McGuire episode to everyone. So yeah. I'm going to recommend uh, the 16th episode of season of the second season called Inner Beauty. And okay. Miranda has a misconceived notion that she is fat and begins to skip meals to look slim for a music video directed by Gordo. Miranda begins to develop <laughs> an eating disorder and Lizzie and Gordo are concerned about it. However, in the uh, end, uh, Lizzie convinces Miranda to be comfortable in her own body and persuades her to stop dieting. Meanwhile, Matt shows a great artistic shows great artistic potential and his parents encourage him to pursue it. However, he gets into trouble when he trashes their house and uses their family car as a canvas for his paintings. Wow, Matt. Matt sounds like a badass. Yeah, Matt sounds like a real piece of work. <laughs> Is Matt her little brother, right? God, I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were hardcore into Lizzie McGuire. Uh, yes. Yes, he is. So there you go, everyone. Go out there, watch uh, the 16th episode of season two, and uh, let me know. Yep. Next week, I'll recommend a different Lizzie McGuire episode until until to the bit stops being funny. Yeah. <laughs> until I milk <laughs> it dry. 
That's what we do here at the Naked Men podcast. We make it's one shit joke. Dry. Yep, and then we do it until yeah. no one laughs anymore. <laughs> I think anyone's laughing. But like I'm pretty, the I'm probably gonna really unironically get into Lizzie McGuire now. <laughs> I can style as a joke. I'll be like, Yeah, I'm gonna start with you Lizzie McGuire, it'll be funny for the podcast, and then in a bit I'll be like, Ben, did you watch this like, episode? <laughs> I've seen all seven seasons twelve times. <laughs> I've got a problem. <laughs> I've got a PhD in Lizzie McGuire. So Ben, recently I've started wearing loads of hats. Oh yeah? Yeah, well, not loads at once, but I've become a real hatman. <laughs> a hatman, okay. Hat. I wore yeah. a hat today. I stole it off one of my kids, and when he tried to ask for it about, <laughs> I punched him in the gut. Ben has multiple kids, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've got 73 kids that I've birthed from 73 different women. Yeah, you know, like the. I didn't have pipe. sex with them, I just injected my fluids into their stomach. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> it's a real dark. It's like, um,. Oh, what's the horror film with the blind guy? Oh, uh, uh, oh. don't breathe. Don't yeah. breathe, yeah. The He's, turkey based The turkey based oh, <laughs> Ah, that's grim. That's a great movie, by the way. That's a, generally a really good movie. But, like, the end is fucked up. Yeah, it's a real piece of work, that film. Yeah. <laughs> no one else really... is fucked up. And um, it's given loads of scrutiny for it. Do you know Dave Chappelle? I, I'm aware of Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he's a comedian. He's a really funny comedian. Uh, he put out a new uh, Netflix special called Sticks and Stones, I believe. I haven't actually seen it, but like he's um, he and he got apparently it's quite controversial because you know the age we're in now, it's all like cancel culture bullshit. When everyone's like, if someone says a bad joke like ten years ago, they're like, oh, we, we can't have a career anymore. We can't let's let's devolve him of all his humanity. That's fucking let's cancel him out of life. Like like it's happened to James Gunn. Happened to like yeah. Kevin Hart. That's and those people are, people are so fucking sensitive when it's like you can't you can't make like a a joke that might be um offensive. Yeah, offensive to That's really the route that's really the route we're going down. That's something we have to accept. We can only do this podcast until it becomes vaguely successful. Yeah. Because then we are immediately going to be cancelled. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Like the, the shit I've even said in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, we started <laughs> out with you literally introducing the fact you just had a shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that will be the bad, that bad, because it's like, oh, okay, someone is talking about having a shit. But, like, the shit, like, I worry sometimes. Like, <laughs> I, I, I actually made me worry, like, oh, is people not going to attack me for some of the shit I say in here? Because I do this podcast after like four drinks, I'm not gonna lie, and yeah, so and sometimes I'm a bit of a dumbass, so I say some weird shit. I have a very dark sense of humour, but I don't mean to offend anyone. I've got love for everyone. Oh, uh, we're Just not gonna, that. we're not as bad as Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, I was what saying. did he say? But uh, I don't actually know. Like but he, but he <laughs> talked. But I think the point of point of his uh, comedy special was he was trying to see if people were react badly to jokes that is that are like um slight like could be slightly offensive i don't think he was like attacking people i think like as knowing uh, as like a fan of his work i know I, he probably had like a smart way of uh, saying the joke so he just i think he was trying to like push the waters out of what he could say a little bit because now people are so like worried about offending other people like they're so worried about being like cancelled on twitter and whatever so I think he was like trying to fight against that by by maybe saying jokes that would have been successful like ten years ago because like comedians have definitely become less offensive. Like it, I reckon it's harder to be a comedian now than it was like ten years ago. 
because everyone's got a camera on you all the time. And if the, if you tell a defensive joke and you're successful, like Joe Rogan or Dave Chappelle, it's going to get to the people that are going to be offended by it and are going to attack you. So Dave Chappelle is probably like, fuck this shit, I'm going to say what I want to say. It's a comedy special, it's a joke, it's escapism. And like now it's um, now it's like, like loads of people are hating against it. It's like 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is probably bullshit. Because Dave Chappelle, in my opinion, is one of the best comedians ever. ever. Like he's, he's such a smart comedian. And um, yeah, people are just hating on it because they're not, because the, you can't say anything. People don't take jokes anymore. They're just like, they're looking for something to attack. They're looking for the next thing to cancel to make them feel self feel like validated. So yeah, pretty much. So what you've just done is bore a point about a Netflix special that you've not yeah. watched. Yes, I will Cheers, watch man. it. But I'm <laughs> <laughs> and then, then had to go had to go at all the snowflakes. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Well, we're, we're millennials, but loads of us are fucking snowflakes. Some of us are, are cool and badass. Like sixty percent of us are probably cool. But like the other forty are just like really loud and, and vocal, so it's like we that look is like the ratio to work towards yeah, yeah. sixty forty split. Because then we <laughs> always then we always have the majority. That's what you want. That's what that's that's, that's what we want. Yeah, the <laughs> one and a half people for their one. <laughs> their one, one yeah. the power. Pretty much. That, that's that's what we're going for. But do you know do you know what else keeps happening, Ben? What else keeps happening? People keep taking IP, intellectual property, from before, from times beyond, not beyond, before, and bringing it back. Yeah. We've seen it a lot. Yeah, I've seen it a lot. Lots of reboots in Hollywood and Netflix and shit. They brought back the Dark Crystal series, which is a film from like the 80s, made by puppets, like a fantasy film. It's really weird. I started watching the first episode and it was like, am I on fucking LSD? Like, it was so weird. (laughs) That you quickly realized you were. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh yeah, someone. <laughs> You'd actually just forgotten, and you happened to yeah. be watching Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal, is, I'm still on it. Dark Crystal isn't even a thing. This podcast <laughs> isn't even a thing. I was just talking to myself for like five hours. <laughs> You're gonna wake up, and it would have been six hours. Yeah. <laughs> you just have a message from me saying, "When do you want to do the next episode?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but yeah, people love bringing back stuff. Uh, obviously, we're getting another Blade movie. Yeah, I yeah, like no, Blade. You're happy yeah, yeah Blade's I cool. I've already spoken about Blade, but uh, Disney <laughs> keep doing it with all their shit, taking yeah. their animated movies and then making live action movies. Yeah. So we thought we would do something similar because we like money. True. And if we say these ideas on this recording, we own them. Yeah, they're our intellectual IP. That's yeah. a fact. We are claiming these. So we've gone back to our childhood and found some. Well, thought about some cartoons we used to watch, and we're going to turn them into prestige TV. Now, Ben, what would you define as prestige TV? I'd define prestige TV as mostly kind of gritty stuff. If you notice that the prestige TV, like the things that most successful TV shows, like the ones people think of like the greatest TV shows, are like The Wire, like Sopranos, Breaking Bad, like HBO. All those shows have lots of murder in them. Drug taking. HBO, like, that TV show. Basically, 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 anything made by HBO, people love. Um, yeah, and uh, even though Breaking Bad was HBO, but, like, but most things like HBO are like quite gritty, dark. Like that Euphoria show, which I would talk about earlier, that was made by HBO. 
Like every I, like people think of prestige TV, they think of things that are kind of depressing, very dark. They think of HBO, right? Guys, if you want to know what it is, just turn on HBO for like 20 minutes. Pause this podcast. Go watch HBO for like 20 minutes until an ad break and then come back. Yeah. And then you, then you'll know what prestige TV is. We're not here to hold your hands. If you don't <laughs> if you don't get HBO like I don't know, fucking find a stream, Google it. Yeah. It'll be one. But yeah, it's like um, it's basically like the big budget TV shows. They tend to be a bit gritty. They tend to be dramas. They come in seasons. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, There's usually five, six seasons of them. Yeah, pretty much. And usually Sean Bean turns up at some point. <laughs> sure. <laughs> in most of them, and uh, and yeah. So we're going to take some cartoons and kind of just pitch ideas we quit we what we decided to do which was really bad to peel back the curtains we decided to not talk to each other about which ones we were going to pick <laughs> it's then uh, apparent have, that yeah. we may have some overlap may have so, some crossover so we're going to work to get the first i think uh i'm going to do one that you didn't do yeah. and i'm just okay. going to i'm just going to get it out of the way because this is what the people are here for the people are here to hear sure. me talk about blade okay so one person Yes, yes, and it's only <laughs> it's only Wesley Snipes who's a big fan. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a, a cartoon that I used to watch called Mona the Vampire. I Mona the Vampire. remember this, this cartoon. She was a small girl who was a vampire, mm-hmm. obviously, and she just used sure. to get into all sorts of hijinks, and all sorts great. of trouble. That little rascal. Little <laughs> rascal, yeah. You never saw her drinking blood, and that's what I immediately want to change. Yeah. yeah. Because this is prestige okay. TV. So I'm actually yeah. pitching the we world need blood orgies. Yeah, we need, we will get to the blood orgies. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pitching a scenario where the first episode, Mona the Vampire, is born. And she is a babby. But she's the world's first vampire. There's no yeah. other vampires. And basically I'm pitching a life drama where you follow her through seasons as she works through life, just being a vampire, working out what she needs to do, like... Normally, normal girls have like problems of the first time they get their period. Well, she's dealing with the, fir- the fact she wants to drink blood, so yeah. she's kind of doing it the opposite. She's an opposite girl, and sure, <laughs> stupid thing. She's an opposite girl. <laughs> she's an opposite girl. What does that even mean? <laughs> like usually, they're like losing blood, where she wants more blood. She's an yeah. opposite. Okay, <laughs> that's the tagline for the series. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what I'm pitching. Five seasons, nine episodes per season, and yeah. we see at different stages of her life. And in the fifth season, it becomes apparent this is a prequel to Blade. Yeah. And the final and Blade ep- comes and kills her again. Yeah. <laughs> the final episode, yeah. you think Mona the Vampire has worked worked everything out. She's been through college and university. She's got a really probably a really because this is prestige TV and it's um, 2019. She's probably got a job in like I don't know fucking fashion or something. Sure. Steampunk fashion. Is she a teenager or is she like an old? For the first season, she'll be a child. Second season, she'll be like a teenager. And then kind of three, four, and five will just be kind of her in her middle ages as a millennial. Okay. As a That's interesting. No, just generally interesting. Like, she's the first. She's the life of the vampire throughout the years. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what I'm pitching. And, uh, yeah, like she's got to she slake her first, but wait a minute. First... There's a, sorry, there's a hole. How does she age if she's a vampire? Because uh, she's a half vampire, like Blade. Ah, okay, okay, cool, cool. Half vampire, so she so, just ages like slower. Yeah, pretty much. Like uh, yeah. you know, like Logan. Yeah, yeah, sure. 
the age is like Logan. Okay. So, okay. yeah, she'll need so to be a can... half vampire. You're, you're right, because she'll also need to yeah. be a girl with son. So she's the first daywalker. First, yeah. Maybe Blade could be like her son. And Blade comes and fucking kills her. Kills her. Oh, maybe she is... Um, she was Whistler's wife. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Now we're cooking. Um, yeah. yeah. But, also... but no, you don't realise for the whole series until yeah. the final episode where Blade kills her. Yeah. And Whistler's actually a character throughout the whole series. And he's called, like, fucking, I don't know, Rodney. And, like, <laughs> in the end, he's like, oh, I love the Whistler now. And she's like, oh, shit. And then you see Blade. No, he, he's always whistling. And then when Blade okay. kills Mona, yeah. he just sees this whistling guy. He goes, hey, Whistler, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the show sure. ends. <laughs> and that's the, that's the finale. <laughs> Sounds pretty great. Yeah, also, just... thing is, you could also, because she ages um, like really slowly, you could also have each like season in like, a different era. Like have, like I don't know, when she's born in like the fucking 50s. Then when she's like a teenager, be like the 80s. Yeah. When she in the third season, be like now, and like other seasons, you can put it could become a fucking sci fi show at the end. Become like the last season is in the t- 2080, you know? Oh, we make our own Blade, and it's like Blade 2077. Mm. Blade 2099, which yeah, that'd, exists, do. Yeah. that'd do. And uh, and yeah, maybe Whistler could just be like her friend. Like, say, yeah. oh, oh, you know, we could have a great scene where everyone's like, oh, aren't you like 50? Your skin looks so good. And that's why she gets like a contract to uh, start modeling moisturizer. Yeah, that's why she gets it. And it'll be like, like, oh, it'd be like yeah. Mona, dermatologist. Uh, I can't say that word. Dermatologist <laughs> hater. Yeah. What's she's, she's <laughs> that, those clickbait articles that you see online where it's like, oh, this mum's secret to such soft skin. That's actually just Mona. Yeah. Just sells the skin. Yeah. What you yeah, what you need to do is get bitten by a vampire. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's that's Mona the vampire. So it's not yeah. necessarily that gritty a lot of the time. It's just like probably um, some kind of comedy series where yeah. it's like, oh, vampires having to negotiate Seems life. It's like Ugly Betty combined with like the Vampire Diaries. And that's the, that's the show. So it's the Vampire Diaries, Ugly Betty and Blade. Yeah. To create the Mona <laughs> the Vampire HBO series. Since it's all nice. on HBO. <laughs> of course, yeah. All the shows we have. This is Netflix written all over it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I would 100% watch this show. I'm not even going to. It would be like really interesting just to see like. Every, I love really like the idea of every season is like 20 years that's separate. Yeah. And you see how like her life has changed. Trouble is, every 20 years she has to move because people get so suspicious yeah. of lack of age. It's like, like Dorian yeah. Gray. True. So that, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's Money of the Vampire. Would you watch it? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I did it, guys. So, did it. So, I'll pitch my first show. Okay, I'm gonna also go with a show you didn't uh, go with first, and then we, maybe next show will be a crossover. So, the show I went with is Recess. When they're all in their late twenties by now, so it's like fourteen years later. Okay, seven friends meet up years later after school. They've all got jobs. Some of them are boring. Some of them are successful. Some of them have babies now, but they're all awful parents. They meet up every year for a piss up which lasts about a week. Each season is seven episodes long and about 30 minutes an episode. In this, in these piss ups, they, they go to different places. One's in like Ibiza, one's in Amsterdam, you know. They take loads of drugs, drink and swear a lot. They basically live like they're fucking in the Great Gatsby, yeah? <laughs> they, just, they, 
Or, or, I don't know. What's that? They live like they're in the water. No, sorry. Can we reboot The Great Gatsby, but it's in Ibiza? Yeah, pretty much. Can we make that happen? (laughs) One of them, one of them, CJ, he's basically, he's like a failed version of The Wolf of Wall Street. He's always trying to do these, like, random plans. He's always trying to rip, he doesn't rip it, he's only... The only good friends he has are these people who he shared school with, right? I can't remember any of the other, other guys' names. But uh, CJ is always trying to like come up with plans, get rich screen, schemes and shit like that, which always lands him in trouble. He's always got random people running off the room and shit like that. So it's always, secretly CJ is actually just jumping around the world, like trying to run from all these people he rips off. But he tells his friends, like, oh, it's a great idea if we could go on holiday this year or whatever. So every, like, I don't know, April, they meet up and for a week. And in this season, it's, just, it's about this week, right? And it, every, um, so this yeah, it's seven episodes, and they do just some fucked up shit. They, they do loads of drugs. They party. They have a good time. They talk about how their lives have changed throughout the years. And then they don't see each other again for the next year. And it gets uh, darker as it goes. So maybe CJ eventually murders one of his friends as he goes more and more crazy. His plans don't work. There could be some really funny bits where his plans does. In like in Wolf of Wall Street, maybe they could throw a midget at a scoreboard. You never know. <laughs> I'm not saying for definite, but I might but, you know, be putting that it, scene. It in. Might happen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think it'll probably run for about six years before when there it starts. Maybe they're when they're like 28 years old and ends when they're like 35 years old. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll go for seven seasons, be seven episodes, and each episode will be at a day in each of the, the days of the week of this, like, great piss-up. And it'll be show how different, uh, it shows how different people was changed throughout their life. So they could be, like, very different characters from when they were in the original animated show. They could be, you know, it, just, it talks about, like, friendship and shit. So they just have this one week where they're separated from their all their lives and yeah each season changes for a year goes by and then they meet up again so that's recess that is recess um i don't know what to call it recess adulthood (laughs) (laughs) let me call it recess dot 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 again (laughs) yeah recess again Sure. Uh, are they going to play dodgeball at some point? That's all I remember about that show. Oh, yeah. Sure. One of them's a hatman as well. Yeah. Does hat guy still wear a hat? 100%. He's going bald by now, so he has to wear a hat. <laughs> and they've all got kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, three of them have kids, but like, they're like, oh, they didn't mention the kids because they're like awful parents. <laughs> She's turned the recess gang into a real bunch of scumbags. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Just so, uh, some of them in, in like season two or three to like spice it up. Some of them become like meth addicts. They go from like cocaine and ecstasy to meth. <laughs> oh, well, I don't see what any of this has to do with Blade. Yeah, Blade can be like the eighth member who like Blade can be the guy who's like CJ. There's, like there's just one scene when in the IB for season and you just see Blade just chilling out on holiday in the background. Yeah. <laughs> he makes a cameo every season. <laughs> it just happens to be there. Or it's um Right, Wesley, evading taxes again? Like, yeah, man. It's like, yeah, man, still killing those people. And he's like, whoa, 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 shut <laughs> up, man, shut up, man. I could have recess game just become those people who are over thirty that still go to IB Yeah. Oh, You've never even been one. <laughs> I know, but I kind of want to go. 
It'd probably be cool. But, uh, yeah. but that, that sounds cool. There's just like a party for it. It kind of sounds like Entourage. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, if they were like all way less successful. Entourage. Yeah, but some of them, I was thinking like two of them could be quite successful. Like two of them could be like, I don't know, people like businessmen or like artists that are kind of successful and actually have like and they're always thinking like oh we need to kind of let go of all these people they're in like they they talk between each other and they're like oh we need to we need to find a way to like and in the earlier scenes they're trying to help their friends and then later when they're like oh they're just fucking meth addicts they're literally just like selling like slaves and sex slaves to like keep up the heroin addicts. <laughs> so like I'm joking that it gets real dark at the end of the season. One of them will turn up every year and they'll just have started a new screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah guys I'm still working on my book. Yeah. And it's the character that gets the most time because it's just like me. Because <laughs> you're <laughs> directing this. And it's I'm funny. writing me. <laughs> Yes, I am in this series. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in all the series. Yeah, you're in Moan of the Vampire. You're Whistler. Oh, nice. Cheers, yeah. man. Yeah, the I can't even whistle. Great. That's the thing. I, I, I'll try and whistle. Don't whistle on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't whistle. Oh, well, you can't be Whistler. I'll have to think of a new character for you. Yeah. Maybe I can be late. Be late. You can be like uh, Mona's shitty boss at the, f- at the fashion agency. Sure. I'll be that guy. Okay. I don't know what his name is. Probably Whistler. Roberto. <laughs> oh, so let's get let's get into let's get into a crossover one. So we yeah. both had a crack at the Fairly Odd Parents. So yeah. the Fairly Odd Parents was the story of Timmy Turner, who's a ten-year-old who hated his babysitter and somehow summoned two fairies named Wanda and Cosmo, who were fairly well, the fairy godparents. And they would basically grant him wishes and yeah. kind of guide him through life in a really unrealistic way because he did not use those unlimited wishes for anything useful, ever. No, he didn't, ever. He spent most of the time trying to get this girl to love him. And they were like, oh, we can't, we can't push love on people. And I was like, don't give me life lessons. <laughs> Wish for a gun. Aim <laughs> <laughs> at her and tell her that you need her love. Yeah, there'd always be those episodes where he would like ask for shitty stuff, and it was always like the cool stuff, like money, and then it'd be some great yeah. mess at the end. He'd just be like, "No, just like, don't don't go so over the top. Just wish for like fifty quid." Yeah, <laughs> wish for like, like a few six, days. Yeah, wish for money. Wish for a PS4. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Timmy Turner also invented the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what direction did you go in with this? So, uh, shall I give him my full? My full pitch. Go on, and pretend we're in a pitch meeting. Okay, so Timmy Turner is a nice young kid. He's a smart, intelligent child, a real hero. They're real good protagonists that people can put their hearts behind. He's been beaten, so this is when it goes off rails, right, right at the start. <laughs> He's been beaten and tortured throughout his childhood <laughs> by several people. <laughs> the only thing similar is his name, really. So he's been beaten and tortured throughout his childhood, but not just his, his not just by his um, childminder, not by his babysitter. He's been beaten. He lives in a real shitty part of town. He lives in like the dirtiest, disgusting part of like Compton. He lives in fucking Peckham. Yeah, dirty places. He lives. 
throughout his childhood, he's been like punched and beaten and all sort of shit's happened to him. From this really, really sad child who never says anything. He hasn't got any friends. People think he's fucking crazy. People think throughout this, people think at the time he just talks to random people. But the reality is, he has two very odd parents who are fairy godmothers. Wanda, an angel on his shoulder, he tries to put the power to good use and asks him, he, he, and who have secret powers. They come to him one day when he's like 12 years old, um, after he just got beaten by his uncle Jeff. Yeah, and, he, and Wanda asks Timmy to do good things with his wishes, like provide food for the homeless and stop youth around him using drugs. And then he has Cosmo, a devil, who likes to permit bad wishes. He gets the most joy out of bad wishes, like creating machine guns and burning down houses. <laughs> Timmy, most of the time, listens to Cosmos. Through the years, this is a bit like... Mo- I, I just thought this idea as well. He throughout... Um, through, a bit like Mona the Vampire, where it's called. Um, he builds a. Uh, it goes uh, first season when he's like twelve years old, and then maybe he's like eighteen years old, and then maybe he's like twenty-five. Hey, okay? he builds a criminal group, uh, criminal group as the show goes on. He becomes a legend, as people people can see him set people aflame just by a look. And he can do crazy shit like tear limbs off people and like dump money on someone's head or whatever. He goes, he becomes a god to people. People will think of him as like this idol. People begin to pray to Timmy, the man who could set people ablaze. And people, Timmy is not, not a terrible guy. Like he, he's killed people that are horrible to him. He's not the worst. He's not like a piece of shit. He's been corrupted a little bit by Cosmos, but wonder some occasionally brings him around. Sometimes there's a lighter show, but most of the time, Cosmos has, has has the reign, really. So Timmy is more like a puppet of these two fairly odd parents. Yeah? yeah. Eventually, yeah, people are known worldwide. People, nations try and fight him, but they, they suddenly their leaders explode and shit like, like nations try and fight him, but no nation can can fight him. He become he gets leaders. He he gets an army. He becomes the Timmy nation. Eventually, has control over Europe. He can't fight someone to Asia. Asia is very, very, very resilient against his effects. He gets Russia. He gets he gets most of America. He becomes the Timmy world. The last season is him trying to control this world. He has everything that he wants. He has everything a man can have. He is literally the most powerful person in the world. And he still has his fairly odd parents. And he wonders, he ponders to himself, have I done the right thing? I've killed millions. And is the world better for it? But really, he just wants the love of this one girl, whatever she's called, the, lo- the, the love interest in the show. He just wants the love of this one girl. That's all he's ever wanted. But he can, the, the fairly, these fairy godparents can't grant anyone to fall to love on him. And through, he thought through power, this girl would love him. But now she just, he just thinks he's a tyrannical leader, which he's become. So in the end, Timmy hates himself. And that, and, that, and that, the last season of the show is Tim, Timmy is trying to control the world, trying to do good things. But his past demons, his past corruption, everything he's done to control the world catches up to him. And the world turns their guns against Timmy. And maybe, maybe, maybe Timmy can't wish himself out of this one final predicament. Or maybe he can. But that's up to the writers to decide. <laughs>
That's fairly odd parents. Jesus. Yeah. Sounds like you just made it's that It's quite an epic. Yeah. It sounds more like a three and a half hour Martin Scorsese film. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That, 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 it sounds like there won't be a scene in that show where something isn't on fire. <laughs> no, at least once an episode, someone will be set ablaze. That is like his key figure thing. So he'll like frown at people and they'll just suddenly be burnt on fire. There'll be suddenly a flame. Like, it can happen halfway across the world. It could be half like imagine he's in his fight against Kim Jong Un the third or whatever North Korea leader is now. He could be like frown and he'll be set afire. That's Timmy's superpower. Jesus. Mm. That's that's an epic right there. Well, it is I, an epic. I went in a very, very different direction. <laughs> okay. I decided that fairly Odd parents would actually be the psychosis of a PTSD ridden Vietnam war vet. It's <laughs> a mindset okay. in 1963. Timmy Turner, yeah. 28. He's a soldier. Sure. He's seen some shit. He did some shit. You weren't there, man. You weren't you want there. Um, and yeah, he takes a, he takes a massive like, hit to the head, probably by like a roadside bomb or something. And he just is yeah. like bits of shrapnel stuff in his head. He's got he's got massive PTSD from seeing his friends die, and that PTSD manifests itself in him seeing the fairly odd parents. Okay. And they talk to him, and he's basically got all this psychosis, and it sends him mad. <laughs> sends him mad. Yeah, it sends him it sends him insane. He tries to deal with it. He needs to get out, so he goes back home. He gets sent yeah. back home. He can't fight anymore. And it's just seven seasons, eight episodes a season of Timmy negotiating life. With this extreme PTSD and psychosis, and it's just kind of probably just a really emotional, nice drama. But yeah, he's got they're still animated, but they just appear on his shoulders and they just like guide oh, him through life, yeah. but they're not real. Yeah. They're not and real, he's got, to, just... he's got to try and piece his life back together. Yeah, with fairly odd parents. Uh, the babysitter is actually just like a nurse that he goes to see, <laughs> okay, so, rather than the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. She's, 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 she's pretty well. It's actually just a really moving drama. I, I took this mm. one seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very like, moving drama about this guy who has two imaginary friends. Yeah, not the rest of the yeah. horse shit that we've been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a genuine pitch. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, Timmy Turner, seven seasons, eight episodes a season. Uh, wow. Probably on like, uh, it sounds like an Amazon video series. Yeah, thanks for that. But, I mean, yeah. we combine them. I could add some fire to it if you want. <laughs> sure. I'm used to Vietnam. I mean, I mean the thing is, that could be, that could be, the thing I was talking about uh, in the beginning of my fairly old parents' pitch, he could be just talking to imaginary friends. He could be like a mutant. His secret power <laughs> is maybe actually setting people on fire. Or maybe he's getting really fucking lucky and people are just spontaneously <laughs> confessing. Like, maybe they're not actually real at all. Maybe the twist is at the end of my fairly old parents is that it turns into your fairly old parents for like two seasons. And he just like, wakes up. Yeah. yeah. It was real. Yeah. He's just like, uh, <laughs> you know, like eight seasons. He wakes up and goes, oh, that was oh, weird. That was weird. <laughs> he wakes up. He's got, Vietnam, yeah, he's got a leg blown off and he's living in like a council house. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was the ruler of the world a bit ago. He's like, of course you were, Timmy. Why don't you lie down? <laughs> I've been lying down for too long. You Literally weren't there, like man. 
Yeah, I think the fairly odd pairs. I don't know which one I'd rather. Yours has a lot of fire in it and a lot of chaos. It does. Mine would cost a fucking ton. It's literally about a man taking over the world. Yeah, like the very gasoline <laughs> budget on your set. Would be nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we need more gasoline. <laughs> you must something. We need three people of fire now. <laughs> Get me an extra and set them ablaze, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> no safety. He actually dies. I want it to be real. Need to be real to the viewer. Uh, yeah, I think that's fairly odd parents covered. So the next one that we need to work together on is Digimon. Yeah, Digimon. Digital Monsters. Out of all of the, my shows, I think this is my favourite one. The thing I'd want the most. Like, well, well go so, for it. So, and, 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 you go for it, okay? You go, you go for it and I'll see. I want to see if uh, a show is similar. So I was first last time. Yeah. I've gone for... Digimon obviously stands for Digital Monsters. Uh, yeah. And I'm pitching it as kind of an ilk of Black Mirror in a way. The Digimon is an online game. Okay. So it's a game that people that people play, they log on to. The world becomes obsessed with it this yeah. whole time. And people are like, kind of like Second Life kind of thing. Remember when everyone was playing that for like 20 minutes? Yeah. And <laughs> people are uploading, they all get their monsters, they're working, working together. And people are addicted to this game. And that's the way it's designed. So the game is designed yeah. to suck you in and make you an addict. It's online, PvP, all that great stuff. The E3 trailer was spectacular. And uh, it, was, it was real good. Graphics, so good. And everything so like good. that. Yes, yeah, so good. Graphics, so good, man. And uh, But what this actually is, is whoever owns Digimon, behind it is selling information of its players on the dark web oh bad boys and that's leading to a lot of like kidnappings and stuff people are like paying money for this information and then breaking into homes or people they find sure. out on their own and stuff like kidnapping people and things yeah. like, kind of like a hostel okay and things like that so yeah it's just a digimon it's just a game that steals your information and sells it not unlike oh not unlike the real world so grounded <laughs> in reality yeah the yeah. um CEO is called Zark McCaberg. Zark. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Digimon oh, is the next Facebook game. Yeah. But how would it play? Yeah. Like, what was like? Basically. Is it actually played just like a Digimon game? Yeah. It's it's just a game. It is Digimon. So it's like yeah. it's an online like PvP Digimon game. So it plays like like you're in Digimon. So you create your character and everything like that. You get all your monsters. You have a Digimon partner. Yeah. Yeah, you have, a, you have a digi partner and you can digivolve and you yeah. can do the other digi. Metal Greymon. Yeah. Metal Avarugumon. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I loved Digimon as a kid. I mean, yeah, I kind same. of still love Digimon. I, uh, people are always like, oh, fuck Digimon is copying Pokemon. No, it's fucking not. You know what's better than Pokemon? Digimon, bitch. Digimon was a better anime. Pokemon have better games. I'll, I'll give it for that. Sure. Yeah. Pokemon generally is a better idea, I think. But Digimon is fucking awesome. Some of the episodes of Digimon would far outweigh any any shit they've got on Pokemon. Digimon is already kind of like the gritty Pokemon. There's more like I, I I'm not even joking. Like there's more. I feel like there's more like depth to Digimon in a way. But, yeah, there probably, it probably is. But for the first season of my show, it's only three seasons, and there's only six episodes okay. a season. The first season is like fifty percent seeing people playing the game, so actually going into the game. And those bits are genuinely like animated and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like the cartoon. And the other 50% is like the real world where you see all these characters. They're addicted to the game and stuff. They're having to 
like you see one character, I didn't name any of the characters, but she doesn't seem she's like sprinting to the shop before it closes because she's so desperate to get because she really needs food and stuff. And then she has to sprint back, but she can't waste time on the game. People are proper oh. addicted to it. And then you see obviously like the CEO people working together. The second season is where two characters realize kind of what's going on when one of them, because they're friends in real life, not that they ever see each other because they're addicted to this game. Yeah. Uh, but one of them gets away from like the dark web kidnapping attempt. Okay. Like there's some nice. dark shit going on, man. Yeah. They like hack the system a bit, and they see what, what information is being stolen by the game. So anytime you log on to your bank and stuff, the game knows that, and it's sending it somewhere. Yeah. And the third okay. season is just like a thriller of these people using thriller. the game, trying to break into the game to find out where this information is going. Yeah. And things like that. So they have to keep playing the game because they need to find out because these people are after them. And uh, yeah, and. Uh, it ends whenever everyone dies. <laughs> cool. <laughs> everyone dies. No the, lo- no, the last episode is um, they just have to say goodbye to their virtual pets, and it's just it's yeah. like a, the whole last twenty minutes of the final episode is animated again, and it's like these characters they're like, we can't be friends anymore, Argumon. Doing yeah, doing bad things. You're on an addiction. And Argumon's, about- not, Argumon's not saying anything because he's not fucking real, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's like a, it's just like a, a little picture of an argument just standing there, like, oh, are we playing this fucking game or what? Staring. <laughs> no, and it's so, like emoji dances. Yeah, he just starts, he starts flossing. That's <laughs> 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 the credits roll. <laughs> but no, yeah, so yeah, it's that like, sounds really good. It's still like it's 50% about... cartoon and 50% like, yeah. they have to keep playing the game because they need to get the information because no one believes it. Really, should show about these guys, these people getting over like addiction to like this horror, this game that is stealing their life and seeing oh, the truth in place. Yeah, Facebook. yeah. The, really, the, the final scene is actually just these kids going outside to play. Yeah, they haven't seen sunlight in three years and they're like, <laughs> just instantly yeah, burn. They're all pale as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was super pale. They all wear hoodies all the time. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, but I thought you can mix the cartoon and a real life thing together. That sounds fun. There yeah. You go. What, what did bored. you do? Oh, what I did. Okay. Oh, my mind literally couldn't be different. <laughs> what I've done is. Everyone's on. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe some people. So, six 20 year olds are transported to a strange world. Half constructed by digital constructs and viruses. So it's random. Remember from the show, like there was random, like digital. The show is meant to be like digitally made. Is you like yeah. you're meant to be like in the internet, which is a kind of weird aspect of the show. Anyway, same kind of deal here, but it's in live action. Amongst the world, amongst these random like these glitches going on in the world, ran- when random like things fall from the sky. There's disgusting monstrosities around. Like think, think of like, do you know H.P. Lovecraft? Yes. Yes. Think of like those kind of monsters. Think of disgusting, weird. Think of this stuff from like Bloodborne and Dark Souls. That's the sort of thing I'm, I'm thinking of right here. So these like, are the Digimon. Is it kind of like Glasgow? Yeah, it's Glasgow, yeah. But not as bad. I mean, I'd rather fuck these people than people from Glasgow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The, these are Digimon, and they each Digimon has a Digigestin, the person they're like tied to. Yeah, the monsters. Yeah, yeah the, the monsters look a bit like dinosaurs, a bit like sea creatures, but kind of a mishmash, kind of like 
a dinosaur uh, and like a piranha. Digimon if they want. Yeah, yeah. Just Digimon, but worse. Give it up to the tenth degree when it's the most fucked up version of Digimons you can imagine. Where they're like bleeding from every orifice. They just <laughs> they've got seven eyes and they just like make random screaming noises. Yeah. They're the weirdest looking shit you've seen. Think of bloodborne car- uh, creatures and then you've got the uh, money Digimon. Okay. People, obviously, they focus on six people and who have their own Digidestined, yeah? Uh, and their own Digimon. And they're, they're frightened. They're obviously terrified by their Digimon. As they believe at the time, they're like, eat them. These, uh, but the Digimon have intelligence. They're as intelligent as us. They can communicate. They learn to communicate with us, yeah? And have, so the Digimon have conflicting ideas because they have their own religions. They've, they've had Digidestined from the beginning of time, yeah? And these people that just appear from the sky. And there's different religions appeared on what the on what this means. What what does it mean to have these because to them, these people are strange. These people are strange looking. They've they've only got like one mouth and they've only got two eyes. They haven't got like a horn coming out from their arsehole. Like what the fuck? So, so they, is there a scene uh, where the is this scene where the kids are like, Oh my god, what's that? And there's yeah. a scene where an argument is uh, like, oh, Jesus what? Christ, what the fuck? Jesus Christ, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, there is a, there's many scenes like that. Yeah. Uh, so some believe, some believe the Digidestined to be like gods. So, they, so the Digimon acts as slaves. Uh, this is, by the way, half from the Digi, the people's um, perspective and half from the Digimon's perspective. So some believe that the, 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 the people are, they should serve them. Some believe they're slaves. Some become slaves to their digestins. Others straight out just fucking eat them. Others like tear their digestin apart and use their like limbs as new weapons. Yeah, some are savage creatures. Some There's are a real nice. Fifty-fifty savage. shot going on here. There is, there is, yeah. It's like, oh, here's your Digimon. Polar opposites. Yeah. And oh, you got eaten. Oh, you got eaten. Oh, you're a slave. That's nice. But Yay. like, yeah, very different. So it's kind of like Glasgow. Yeah, it's, it's literally Glasgow. It's like dating um, in Glasgow. In Glasgow dating, for sure. Nobody in Glasgow, but it's kind of good. Um, yeah, it's sort of like St. Louis, yeah. Um, <laughs> some people... <laughs> others, yeah, others are enemies and some are friends. So some of, some of them... There's some of the Digidestins, some of the people survive through the whole seasons. Some, like three of them, are straight up killed. Straight up killed first episode, yeah? Miles, who uh, I can't remember the, the name of the of the main guy in, Digi, in Digimon, in the, the original was it Kai? Yeah, Kai. It was Kai. Yeah, but okay. I'm going to change his name to Kai. Yeah, <laughs> Kai builds an alliance with Greymon or Agumon, whichever state he's evolved into, and they build an alliance. And they build an alliance. And Kai hated where he came from. He hated. He had to live in Japan. He was just a normal guy with normal shit. But he had bigger ambitions. He got so bored with um, life in Japan. Think Light Yagami in Death Note, yeah? And he has this Greymon, which is a powerful dinosaur kind of monster. And in, in this one, I'm going to give him a flaming tail and a sword, which sets, <laughs> which sets, light, sets po- poisons people. Sure, why not? Um, yeah, Kaya builds an alliance with Greymon. Well, he, he got the DLC, so he had all those items. Yeah, yeah, he bought all. Of the, he, he put twelve pounds into the, into the <laughs> DLC, so he got that. Like, he got way overpowered. The first so, five minutes of this episode is them trying to type in the code for their season pass. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Why is it like twenty five? It's got the capitals. <laughs> no space. <laughs> it's Kai and Greymon. 
<laughs> like, is that is, is that a six or yeah. or what? Is that a nine? Got... I don't know. <laughs> Why That's have you got it upside down? <laughs> yeah. That's first ten minutes, yeah. And then Kai and Greymon are like the most one of the most powerful groups, yeah. So they build, they they start getting people behind them. Eventually. Kai and Greymon have a start of war. They they start fighting other people because they want control of the digital world. They want people to stop being eaten by the savage Digimon. And so a war ensues between the savage Digimon and the um, and Kai and his group of the what do you say the, the nicest Digimon would say. But you still get perspective from the savage Digimon. Let's have uh, Matt, the guy with the uh, the who is my favorite character in Digimon. The uh, the weird guy I can't remember what the Digimon was called. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You know, you know the, the second guy who looked a bit like um, he was blue and he turned into uh, the wolf. Yeah, oh, that guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's one of the savage Digimon. But Matt was so smart. Smart Matt kept going out and hunting other animals, other Digimon because I don't know he had some hunting training when he was in the real world. So he became hip feeding. Um, Agumon. Was it Agumon? Maybe. No. Oh, maybe. Uh, we're feeding the blue Digimon, right? And he kept feeding them, and like it, and he got go stronger and stronger. So the roles are reversed. With Kai and Greymon, Kai's in control. With Matt and the unnamed blue Digimon, the blue Digimon's in control. And they eventually go to war against each other. Matt and Kai used to be best friends, but now they're bitter rivals. And there's alliances are broken. There's betrayals. Eventually, it becomes like a war show in this really fucked up world where everything is it's bleak and dark and there's random shit flying from the ceiling, from the uh, sky even. And there's all these fucked up monsters who are the main characters. That is my Digimon vision. And I would fucking, not going to lie, I would fucking love to see that show. Yeah, what a really great good. idea. It's like, if, <laughs> it's like if Lord of the Flies was in Digimon. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> yeah, your, your sounds like really... I went in two different... I went in more like a thriller kind of direction. Yeah, I went like fantastic. Like espionage. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my show is like bloody as hell. And is like, I, I want like loads of like horror aspects to it. Oh, it's radar, definitely. Yeah, 100% radar. Wow. That was really good. Would you do like uh, would you do different series with the different Digimon kids? Or are you just going original? Uh, I, was, I was thinking... Kai and Matt could be like two of the main characters, right? And yeah. their digital, and like they could bring in their um, other characters because, like, obviously, like in the first, I think there was six Digidestins in the first season of Digimon, and like three of them die, like, were in the first episode. So, like, eventually they've got like the second generation, the third generation, and whatnot. I just remember the girl that had the um, the one that turned into a giant angel. Yeah, uh, I like that Digimon, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, yeah, it looked like a hamster right at the beginning, right? It was like a hamster with wings, and it, it that was kind of one of them in an egg for ages. Yeah, I think that because Kai's sister was her name Corey. Oh, yeah, it like. was. She was the was one it? that was blowing. She was the one that was blowing the whistle at the start of the movie. Do you remember the Digimon yeah, sure. movie? Yeah, vaguely. That's a good yeah. movie. Uh, she was in two seasons. She was in. Um, she was like really, really young in the first one. I swear her um, her Digimon didn't evolve in the like third season or something. And then in the second season, the second like generation, she was um, she was like you know it evolved and shit. And she was all grown up. Yeah, it was all grown up. 
Did you want in the movies got a sick cat carry? That's called. It wasn't Kai. It was Ty. Duh. Ty. And his sister was Carrie. Oh, no one's ever going to trust us again. Yeah, that, that's Digimon, but there was one that neither of us did because we assumed the other one was going to do it, and you've already mentioned it and slagged it off. But, <laughs> but, but let, let's get into it. Let, let's, let's do some, let's improv this. What would, let's improv this. Let, let's, let's do it. What would what what if want, HBO what was from? to bring Pokemon? Yeah. A live-action series of Pokemon. So like, Pokemon, let's give it a brief synopsis if there's two people in the world who don't know what Pokemon is. The Pokemon oh, I'm not, I'm not, is... I'm not yeah. synopsing this. I'm, I'm, I'm giving a tiny little brief. Pokemon is like a game where you have like you have a starter Pokemon. It's a weird little creature that battles other creatures, right? And eventually you want to be the Pokemon master by using this animal to fight other animals and like eventually become the very best. And, no one ever was. And, you want, and you want to catch them. And obviously, the most obvious thing to do is talk about how these creatures are in like slavery, like battling each other. That is like a theme. And if we're gonna go for like gritty Pokemon show, I oh, think Pokemon you have balls to do that. prisons. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you have to kind of go in that direction. So I think the person you want to be the protagonist is someone. If you watch Detective Pikachu, you notice actually in the show uh, in that movie, no one's actually in like a. It's like a quality between Pokemon and people. Um, in in the city, in the Grime City or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah, no one's in like a Pokeball. So I think you want a protagonist in who is like for Pokemon equality, right? I think you want the rival from... um. Which one was the rival in the game that wanted all Pokemon to be free? I don't remember was which it? game that was. I think it's Silver and Gold's one. Oh, yeah, she was a, it was a girl, right? Yeah, and he just was like, I'm yeah. going to release all Pokemon. And you were like... yeah. And for some reason, that made them a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never explained it. It was like, oh, you're different from us, so we're going to fight you. Yeah, there was a real element to that, that wasn't it? Man, the politics in Pokemon is juicy. I feel like we could get a yeah, whole it is, season it's out very juicy, of yeah, you politics. Because you've got Team Rocket. Uh, Team Rocket? Rocket. So, yeah. or whatever. We're going we're to go Team Rocket, not any of the other fucking knockoffs from the video yeah. games. And they're, they're obviously, you're gonna have to turn them into t- full-on terrorists. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like one hundred percent, and they're all Russian. Yeah, so it could be Team Rocket wants like <laughs> sure they're all Russian. Why not? <laughs> this is an American <laughs> drama. Of course they're all Russian. Oh yeah, of course they're gonna be Russian or <laughs> this Asian. This is HBO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're either Russian or Asian. They're, not, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be Russian or not white. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, having been to Russia. <laughs> but that's what you did. And, um, yeah, so uh, they're going to be uh, full-on the terrorists. The Team Rocket's going to be extremes where they want to control all Pokemon. They want everyone to be slaves. And the main protagonist, let's call her Lisa Simpson, why the fuck not? Uh, she, yeah. wants, she wants equality for all Pokemon. So this girl yeah, is fighting against Simpson. Team Rocket. We need to do better. Yeah. We need to do better. Okay. Let's call her Stephen Fry. Why? Why are you just picking random people? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't we make it like? Let's. Let, why don't we make it Ash Ketchum's kid? And let's yeah. Set this in. Or uh, Steph Kitchen. Ketchum. <laughs> Kitchen. <laughs> For God's sake. Yeah. yeah. Let's make it. Let's make it a strong female lead. Yeah. Good. You should play. Or who? Probably whoever or, played the. Probably whoever played the girl in Logan. Sure. Let's talk no. about it every week and never learn her name. 
Because <laughs> she's got to be quite young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her name? I don't know. Let's Daphne Keene. There you go. Daphne Keene. And she is... Where old is she now? Look. I don't know why. Probably like uh, yeah. 15. She, she looks like she's like 14. Yeah. Well, that'll do. That's, that's suitable for a Pokemon. Let's not forget, in Pokemon games, you're a child. Kicked out of your home. <laughs> Go to explore random lands, walking. Go get all the badges and don't fucking come back. You've <laughs> <laughs> got every single one. Here's some shoes, dickhead. <laughs> yeah, some shoes so you can run. <laughs> Away give from you a... here. Yeah. Yeah, you can, you can get a bike. Like Father's never around because you're a failure. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to haul myself out until I get a new husband. <laughs> and you come back when you're a Pokemon master, when you're rich. <laughs> God, that is true. You're not allowed home until you've got all the badges in your fucking fridge. Because you never need to spend money in those games. Yeah, true. You just find everything. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you come back, I have no new dialogue. I'll just say the exact same thing until you go away. Like, oh, good. It's, it's nice to see you. You're like, I was halfway around the fucking world. Man. Do you want me to save some money for you? So, yeah, I'm going to take it. I've just been walking in the rain for yeah. days. Looking for a I just fucking across the ocean on the back of a fucking frog. <laughs> God, this is yeah. In fact, yeah, forget it. Why don't we just make it what would really happen if your mum kicks <laughs> you out and tells you to go do all this? Maybe we can just... also make we can make a great drama about like terrorism or whatever. But we can also make like a porn parody and make it really funny. I don't know why it's a porn parody, but just make it a parody <laughs> and make it like the super funny. Make it's it a, it's a parody all the bullshit of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like Pornhub probably has that all covered already. Oh I yeah, really sure. Fit into that market, but yeah, I just think either you make it a proper gritty drama about this kid that somehow gets wrapped up in Team Rocket, who are a terrorist organization, or just the actual reality of your mum kicking you out to go explore the world and not letting you come back until you've got all the badges. Or it could, it could be both. It could start with that. And then because like she she become homeless and she has this random Pokemon friend that she wants to free, but like she doesn't know how to free her from a Pokeball. And then she becomes involved in it. She goes to the, the first city to get a badge because she's like, oh, what fucking else I'm trying to do? Because she's like 14. She's like, Oh, I want to get re-entry to my house. My mum's being a dickhead, and so it's like, okay, I have to go in this way. I have to be, I have to get a job. Like, I have to go and do my nine to five. I have to go to the Pokemon gym. Oh my god! My she gets, yeah, she gets wrapped up in like a really bad gang that isn't Team Rocket, but a different one. Yeah, and it's like just Scarface. Team, like, team Plasma, or whatever. And we've just made Scarface. Yeah. Like he's. She's not allowed back in her home. She finds some kind of father figure who introduces her to this gang. And she, and she works her way up it and just becomes like the criminal overlord. Sure. Sounds pretty good. Wow. We didn't explore anything about throwing balls at monsters and trapping them. So <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't feel like we need to explain that. Yeah, that it's good. just science. Yeah. Science, we're not, bitch. Yeah, we're not scientists. No. How do I know a Pokeball works? No one does. And I'm pretty sure no one actually knows. Uh, yeah, probably not. I don't know. We could probably ask the Pokemon company. Yeah. So that was Pokemon. It sounds... That's good, but I think I'd I rather don't think, have... Yeah, I don't think we really got there with Pokemon. I think Pokemon's tricky. 
It is pretty tricky, especially improving it. But I feel like we did a good job at improving it because, like, we I didn't come up with anything. I presume you do Pokemon, but like, um, yeah, we did. We, it's still interesting. I feel a terrorist okay, I think plot. Good. Yeah, I think I think more more to to it. We've just realised that the Pokemon games is a child being made homeless. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a that's a real reality. I didn't realise. I'm forced to make God, um, and there's that one where you're move. What was it? Was it Emerald? Where you're moving? The opening scene is you're moving home, but you're not allowed to sit in the car. You're in the back of the truck. Oh yeah, <laughs> you just jumped out the back of the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. You're a piece of furniture. Pokemon's the story of a really neglected child, whose only friends are animals. They can't. They don't speak the same language. Yeah. Pretty much. That's just how it is. Ketchum is homeless. He is. And I swear in the show, you know, like um, Professor Oak actually pushes out uh, Ash Old because he becomes real friendly with Ash's mum, right? Oh, God. He becomes really friendly as soon as he leaves. And we never know Ash's dad, do we? And fucking... Well, I was just realized, there's, and there's loads of people who look really like Ash for the Pokemon anime who don't know their fathers as well. I think Professor Oak is fucking about... Actually, maybe not even Professor Oak. Some random dude is fucking about with loads of people from all over the city and just leaving them. And their mums, they're like... Their, their mums who birth these Ash Ketchum looking limes are like, oh, fuck off as soon as you can. I want to go get busy with the nearest professor. God, I've just realized every time Misty and Ash became close, Brock would interrupt. Yeah. So Brock was just cucking Ash. Yeah. God, there's a reason we didn't think of a good series of Pokemon, because you don't need to. It's already actually a really dark, horrible story. It is. A homeless child. Homeless child, he just can't friend. get ill. He, he, he yeah. can't, can't actually lose his virginity, so he keeps having all his girl, who his um, partners who he walks around the earth with. Who, all these girlfriends or friends who are girls and he never actually gets to have sex with any of them yeah and his only friend is an electric mouse yeah that does oh god yeah that's really sad isn't it it's already horrible yeah and he never he's never his... he never ages so maybe he's actually moaning the vampire oh shit ash catch him as a vampire maybe blade <laughs> Is also a vampire or a daemon. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a really sad, sad thing I've just realised. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I like Pokemon anymore. <laughs> it's just a story of neglect. Neglect it for is. Pokemon, neglect for all their trainers. It's just a circle. The trainers get neglected, and then they neglect animals to fight for them. Yeah, because when they find Charmander, he's nearly dead. Yeah. But under that leaf protecting his tail. That seems like a real big design flaw. It does, yeah. Whenever <laughs> rain comes, you're just fucked. <laughs> and so many Charmanders around the world who just die whenever because they can't get in the cover. Oh, God. Yeah, the Pokemon world is covered with dead fire Pokemon after every storm. <laughs> yeah. What about, like, Cyndaquil, who literally has loads of fire, like, over its back? And it's oh, like, oh, can, yeah. He can retract his fire, though, can't he? Oh, can he? Look at yeah, you, you yeah. fucking head. <laughs> 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 Good yeah, comeback. 
dead pomitars everywhere. Mm. Rapidashes and Arcanines. Oh, Arcanine wasn't over on fire. He just had fur. He was just covered in fur. Oh, yeah, big, yeah, yeah, does the big fur, yeah. God, have you even seen this show, bro? <laughs> Arcanine's like one of my favourite Pokemon as well. Fucking just dickhead, I Giant fire wolf. Very much, yeah. Oh, well, that's Pokemon. It doesn't really need making. Like, just make a live-action one similar to Detective Pokemon and just literally like change no dialogue and just make it like live action. Imagine how fucked up that would be. (laughs) It don't even record new dialogue either. Just dub it over actors reenacting every show. I'd watch all of that. I'd watch. I I haven't seen Pokemon for a good, haven't I? Uh, A while. Uh, Since probably since I was like sixteen, maybe. And like, um, like I, I would watch every season of that. Even just change, <laughs> keep the dialogue, just make it live action. And how <laughs> fucked up it would be! It's awful. God, it's a really, it's a saddest story I could think of. Yeah. Right now, it's just poor Ash. All he wants to do is go home, but he can't. And he always fucking fails as well. He does. Like it Didn't takes like win? three or four attempts at like everything. Yeah, he he won like maybe one. Didn't he win like the Orange Islands? I want to say. Yeah, he won the Orange Islands. But that was yeah, like maybe. a minor league. Bullshit. Yeah, it wasn't one of the big leagues. He's not a Pokemon like... Master yet. No, he's not a Pokemon Master yet, and it's been about 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, probably even longer. Yeah, it's been like 20. Yeah, pretty sure it has. God, so Ash hasn't been home for like 20 or 20 years. 20 years, yeah. He's got all those, all those Pokemon that he never talks to, that he just left with Professor Oak. Yeah. <laughs> and his Charizard. Yeah, Professor Oak. He's like, he's trying to fuck Ash's mum, but just all, but is there like a massive crabby around? The fucking Charizard. He's like, ah. Oh. Okay, gotta avoid he... the, gotta avoid the fire, honey. <laughs> remember when he had that? He was doing the whatever the Elite Four was actually called in the anime, and he was using oh. that Kingler for ages, and it was like his hero. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That was that. good times. I remember that. Yeah, that king was legendary. Yeah. And it was his only friend on that day, because Ash has no friends. He just got a lot of (laughs) hangers on. Like, what the fuck is Brock even doing? They were meant to be gym leaders. Yeah, and it was like, all right, I'll come with you. Guys, it's homeless kids. It's kind of like this. Didn't you do Scooby-Doo as well? Because we can't end on Pokemon, because it's too sad. Oh, yeah. But I have to just realize Scooby-Doo gang are homeless as well. Very much so. They're in a fucking van. So I'm going to call this uh, show The Mystery Dog. It was actually going to be a secret, but you ruined that, didn't you? Um, <laughs> that it was Scooby-Doo. So, a crew of homo- I know, but a crew of homicide detectives lead by a handsome bellend and his girlfriend, which the pair are mostly ne- half-naked throughout most of the show because they want to appeal to like, loads of people. So imagine, like, say, who's like the most handsome man you can think of? Right, right. Yeah, say Ryan Reynolds, muscly in that. Let's say like Jason Momoa and like Gal Gadot are like the leaders. They're they're Fred Fred and Daphne of the show. Yeah, they're like in underwear like all the time. Yeah, (laughs) they have two sidekicks: a guy who is on meth all the time, and his dog who who's like starving. He's like really skinny. Who he talks to all the time. Yeah. But the dog leads them to the crime most of the time. He, like, randomly has, like, a nose for it. He's probably looking for food because he's, like, half-starving, yeah? They also, the, the uh, Shaggy and uh, Scooby, they eat dog food all the time. They literally just eat whatever they can find. They eat, like, shit that 
They eat sometimes the bodies from the homicide cases because they just can't control themselves. They're like a pair of people on meth. They're like, oh, it's cheeseburgers. I'm like, no, Shaggy, it's a fucking old woman's leg. So they just can't control themselves, yeah? But uh, yeah, and what I said, the season two, in a, a, a twist at the end of the second season, it turns out Shaggy has been the killer all along. He's been the Chesapeake Ripper all along, which is a killer from a show... I can't remember where it's from. But, yeah, in the second season, Shaggy and and Scooby turn out to be the real bad guys. And then it's a cat and mouse game between these two beautiful but dumb people and Shaggy and Scooby, two meth addicts. <laughs> Who's going to come out of top? Oh, God, I, I, I just don't know. <laughs> it's really hard to say. So Shaggy and Scooby were helping the investigations, but they're actually yeah. the the secret the whole time. They've been after this killer for like two seasons. And at the end, the audience finds out it's actually Shaggy and Scooby. But then Fred and Daphne don't know until like maybe the end of season three. And like the last two or three seasons of them just like trying to chase them. It's like cat and mouse game, you know. Friends become allies. I mean, fucking friends become enemies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, it's like the following, but with yeah. meth. Pretty much meth and a guy that talks to his dog. Meth and no That's... Kevin Bacon. Uh, maybe Kevin Bacon could be like Thelma. <laughs> Thelma. Thelma could randomly be in there. <laughs> what sort? Of, has it, have they got like an, a, a dog that looks like Scooby Doo? Yeah, sure, but like really skinny. And loads oh. of like, whole, loads of like track marks over it. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> that's as sad as Pokemon. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I don't like so we're going, going dark. I'm generally yeah. a little bit depressed from this episode. It's, it's been a sad it's one. It's been like yeah. so depressing. Why can't Scooby Doo just be like a live action sitcom? Uh, sure, maybe some episodes are more like a sitcom because we can go into the heads of Shaggy. Maybe one episode is like a reality when they're just like cannibals and they're just eating all these people, and one episode could go in Shaggy's mind where it's actually like a sitcom. Whereas, like, I don't know, two and a half men. <laughs> and the half, the half men is, is just Scooby. <laughs> I think they go in his head and it's just one of those wind-up monkeys with symbols. <laughs> yeah, that can be in the background of every shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's going on in his head. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's Scooby-Doo. I could see HBO picking that up. Definitely. Yeah, sure. uh, yeah they, I think we've made some good shows. Really sure. depressing shows, a lot of them. Uh, there's some potential there. I think there's dead. a lot of potential in Mona the Vampire. Uh, and I think there's a lot of potential in my Digimon show. Yeah, I think your Digimon show and Mona yeah. the Vampire are probably and, the best. Uh, Re- Recess Again. I forgot about Recess Again. Oh, yeah, Recess. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was so long ago now. <laughs> it was. I'd probably mean to watch all of these shows and I'd only watch Mona the Vampire. Yeah. I'd mean to watch them, and then I'd probably watch... Honestly, I'd watch my Digimon show, and then maybe I'd watch Recess again. I don't know. There's a lot to watch. And it slowly devolves Disney Plus comes out in two months. True. And then I don't really need any other entertainment. I'd be too busy watching Loki. Loki. I don't even know when that comes out, but... (laughs) (laughs) What comes out on the day? I hope Lucy McGuire does. Uh, Hopefully. I don't know. Uh, Does any... Uh, when does Disney Plus uh, get released? 
November. I don't know about the UK, but uh, I also don't know about wherever the fuck you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the United States, Canada, and Netherlands on November 12, 2019. Australia on New Zealand, November 19. Right? Oh. Uh, is it a Mandalorian show that's coming in on the. Oh, the probably. I'm not going to watch yeah. that, though. I will. That's got, that's got too much Star Wars for me. <laughs> not enough Blade. But, but yeah, guys, don't forget to watch Inner Beauty, that Lizzie McGuire episode. Yeah, I yeah. definitely will. And then next week, I'll give you another episode to watch. And then look forward to me and Ben recapping the new Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. When it, when it comes out on Disney+. Plus. So is she going to be like, I presume she's going to be an adult in this one, right? And like, Yeah, she's a, she's a 30 plus year old millennial. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's exactly the show you want. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just Lizzie McGuire <laughs> dealing with everyday Lizzie McGuire things. Yeah. Hopefully it's going to be a little bit animated as well still. Oh, yeah, we have a little animated Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. She starts telling Lizzie to do bad stuff. Oh, please. Never but, like, friendly or parents. No, no, it's just like everyday bad stuff. It's like, it's like real world problems. So she's in the shop. Snort the coke, like, snort the coke. Yeah, well, you go get some cocaine and some Ben and Jerry's, Lizzie. <laughs> yeah, you want to go home and watch Black Mirror and cry. <laughs> and every okay, now and then. Hilly Duff is fit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yeah, she's grown up nicely, hasn't she? Yes, she's like, all right, fair play. Every now and then, animated Lizzie McGuire's just like, so where's your boyfriend? And Lizzie doesn't, <laughs> Lizzie doesn't have one, so she just cries. <laughs> and it's that for 28 episodes. Did you ever watch the Lizzie McGuire movie? Mm. It was fucking dreadful. I remember well, watching it I, when I was I like... Of course I did, Ben. I'm such a big fan. <laughs> I remember watching it when I was like, literally like 20. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was like I was, I was, but I was um I was trying I was trying Netflix and chill or was it I don't even watch it on Netflix but with this uh, girl in like a, a first year university <laughs> and like I was quiet <laughs> she did she was weird she wanted to watch a Disney World movie but she like loved it for some reason. Why would you pick a movie you're going to be super into? Yeah, I don't know. God, someone, someone spent 55 and Oh, no, that's what it boxed off. It's blimey. It had $17 million budget. It raked in $55 million. Really? Nice. There's a, wow. There's money in Lizzie McGuire 16 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's the director got on to do? Jim, Jim Fool. Oh, wow, he went on and did some real good stuff. So, yeah, next week we'll do a breakdown of the career of famed director Jim Full, famous for the Lizzie McGuire movie. And sure. uh, your homework is to watch Inner Beauty. And yeah. let us know which show you would most like to watch and why is it Mona the Vampire. <laughs> and if you don't know what Mona the Vampire is, go YouTube it. It's probably on there. I don't know. Uh, but, Ben, have you had fun this week? Sort of. I mean, I've just realised everything I loved when I was a child is just dark and decrepit and depressing. I don't know. I feel like that all adds up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm just looking at life, that makes actually total sense. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, guys, uh, check back through the feed. There was lots of grapple people doing grapple people things at the weekend. Uh, got some reviews grapple up. People. 
of of that of that year. Well, that's a lot of wrestling, Ben. There was a lot of wrestling this weekend. Ah, uh, wrestling. Yeah, a lot of wrestling. Lots of grappling. Lots of fucking fake well, fighting. Grapple boys. <laughs> grapple boys and <laughs> grapple women. Grapple women. Yeah. Don't forget the women, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Yeah, so check back through there, and there's all sorts of other stuff going on. You can, as always, you can find us at Rogue underscore Opinions. Uh, ben, where can people find you? Uh, ben underscore E B E R T. And you can find me Twitter. at yeah, you find me at Nathan Greenaway. And um, I don't know. I think I'm probably gonna after that probably go have a drink and some antidepressants, Ben, and then play some uh, Pokemon and pretend it's good. <laughs> There's nothing problematic here. <laughs> he didn't. My character didn't want to live at home. <laughs> he wanted to be free. Yeah, I wanted to be out in the rain looking for a Snorlax. <laughs>